For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for the wonderful privilege of hearing your word, the engrafted word that is able to save us, that is able to build us up, that is able to give us an inheritance among those who are sanctified we thank you for such a wonderful privilege please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law in jesus name amen god bless you you may be seated turn with me to hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 12 It's a short message today, but quite loaded, so it has the temptation of making it longer, but it's quite a short message. So if it's short, it's because it's short, and if it's long, it's because of the temptation. So don't blame me too much. In Hebrews 6.12, let's all read together. Some of us are reading the Bible for the first time this week. So at least um, you get the opportunity, isn't it? So he says that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Change the version. NESB says... So that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. God's word is full of promises. And the Bible says that some people inherited those promises. And we are blessed to have them recorded in the Bible. And so, we are blessed to be hearing from them or reading about them so that we can pattern our lives after them. Is it a good idea? I think Oedipo one day said, God God appeared to him and said to him that, pattern your ministry. He showed him Hagen, Papa Hagen. And he said, pattern your ministry after his. So then he started to look at his ministry carefully and he patterned his ministry after his. So today I want you to pattern your life after the pioneers of tithing. Today I'm preaching about tithing. (laughs) So 
I'm talking about seven pioneers of tithing that you and I must follow and imitate. The NASB says imitate. Imitate. Imitation. Imitation is like the real one. So you do it just like the real. So when people see, they don't they buy it thinking it's the original. Because it's so like the original. So I want you to pattern your life after these original tithes. Alright? Throughout the Bible, many different people practice tithing. And you will notice that each of these was very different, but demonstrated some principles of tithing. Also, each of these biblical pioneers of tithing highlighted different aspects of tithing. So we want to look at their lives so that we know how to practice tithing and and benefit from the promises associated with it. Can I show you some of the promises associated? I mean, there are many, but just the popular one is in Malachi chapter 3. Malachi, I'm back to King James. Malachi chapter 3, and um, I'm looking at the benefits, not the curses. So, verse 10 says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing that there shall be not there shall not be room enough to receive it hey and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field saith the Lord of hosts and all nations shall call you blessed For ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Your words be beautiful. So just here is enough. These are the promises. So may all these come to pass in your life as you practice tithing in the right way. That God will open the windows of heaven upon your life. Receive windows of heaven upon your life. And receive, he said, he will pour out blessings upon you. Receive outpouring of blessings. Oh, your amen is weak. I, I, you don't believe in these things. Eh? Oh, I, sh- I should do it for second service. I think I reserve it for second service. Or for those who can believe in it. May there be w- heaven's windows open on your heads. And may there be blessings poured upon your life. And may it be so much that there will not be room enough to receive it. Hey, too many shoes to wear. Too many clothes for your wardrobe. Too much money in your bank account. Bank managers will be calling you. How come you have so much money in your bank? It's like it's so much that there's not enough room to contain it. Now you have to open one at APSA. And open one at Echo Bank. And open one at Fidelity. And open at Access Bank. And what other bank is there? Carl Bank. And and what is that? Huh? 
UMB and what? CBG Consolidated Bank of Ghana. <laughs> hey, Pastor Philip, only your bank. <laughs> NIB, 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 are they there still? Okay, NIB. Wow, that's National Investment Bank. Hey. ADB, Agricultural Development Bank. For security reasons, you have to have multiple banks. Because when God says there will not be enough room to contain it, believe it, God will surprise you. I was here when a young man gave a big testimony about tithing. He said to me, he had been paying his tithe so consistently and he traveled. He had to go a year abroad or this type of working elsewhere. But while he was there, he kept sending his tithe, 100% tithing. So he said to me, when he returned to Ghana and he was in church, he said one day he got a call and he kept paying the tithe, and it was specifically on tithing. And he said he kept paying tithe consistently, believing whatever it meant. One day he was there when his cousin called him. And he said, his cousin, he had met him at a place. They don't, they are cousins, but you know, you know, you have some cousins, you don't really call yourselves. You will be calling yourselves, you, you, you know, whether for a short time or a long time. It doesn't even happen. You never call yourselves, whether for a short time or a long time. Do you see? But you are cousins, so you, are, you relate and you flow. So after he met him, the cousin now called him on a particular morning and said, come to my office. And he said the agency of the call was such that he couldn't refuse or he couldn't hold back. So he said, he was wondering what it's about. Why is he calling him so urgently? Because they are not, you know, they don't call each other so often. So this call was quite strange. So he went to his office. And when he got to his office, his cousin gave him a sack a, a, a bag, this type of Ghana must go. Yeah. When he gave it to him, he 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 opened. When he opened it, it was here. He was full of cash. Hey, it was full of cash. <laughs> That's how he did. Full of cash. So he said, "Hey, what is it about?" His cousin said, "Oh, I will explain later. You you go, you go, you go. Take it and go. Take it and go." He said, "The money was so much. You know, it was more than." He had room to contain that he went straight to his bank. He didn't count it himself. He went straight to his bank and put the money down that they should count and put it in his account. And when they counted it, it was 90,000 Ghana CDs. Hey! He was shocked. God has surprised him. And God had proved to him that if you are faithful with your tithe, the windows of heaven will be opened above your heads and blessings will be poured into your life. May you have such a testimony in your life. Oh, I don't know. This church, they don't know how to receive. So I'm tempted to go to the next service. Hey, the people are sitting there like, you don't like this type of blessings. Or they can't hear me. Can you hear me? And you are sitting down like that. You are receiving my message like the way you are receiving the love songs. 
the, the married people were receiving the love songs in a very dull, lethargic, and very pensive. It's like we will be calling ourselves it's like ah, me and my husband, we don't call ourselves so <laughs> for a short time or a long time. You know, if he calls, my heart starts beating. So I don't even like his calls. Or if she calls, it means there's a bill. <laughs> May God renew your marriage and renew love in the home. Some of them were on their phones. Like they can't hear what it means. Okay, we are receiving it, but we are texting. We are doing other things. Uh, yeah, these type of things. Yeah, when you are young, you can sing this song. And interestingly, the singer, it was her anniversary yesterday. So if you check her status, if you check her status, you see that she pictures, videos, kissing her husband, I mean licking his cheeks. Hey. And I say, hey, you can laugh nicely, pa. Your husband is really a... yesterday was the anniversary. They were, I don't know where they went, but they were driving. They were driving. As they were driving, he was saying that he should look straight and and and, and drive because even though he, she's doing things to him, he should look straight. Hey! When I look at these oldies who are married for a long time or a short time, they don't seem to be enjoying whether for a short time or a long time. They don't seem to do There's no enjoyment anywhere. But that's why God is giving you these messages. May you not be a wayside ground or a, a stony ground so that when the word falls on your heart, you can change in your home. Eh? Brother, husband, change in your home so that she can be singing that I like the way you like me brother I like the way you like me the way you love me totally disarms me it's like the way you love me totally disarms me hey! lay your hands on the nearest husband and say be receive love receive love Receive love, receive love. So, I'm saying to you that there is a promise given to tithers, and there are some people who experienced it. May you also experience it. And right in this life, people are experiencing it. God said, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Yes, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Yes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit. It's like you will not be disappointed after you have labored for 30 days. They say they will pay you. Then two months, three months, four months. It's like your vine has cast her fruit. Nothing has come from your labor. It will never be your portion in the name of Jesus. You have gone to buy land. Then somebody else also comes on the land. Then your 70,000 Ghana cities is gone. Because you don't know how to fight for land. When you see land gas with cutlasses, you say, hey, I'm not interested in the land again. Then 70,000 is what that means. A devourer has come for your increase. May God rebuild devourers for your sake. And may you experience testimonies associated with your tithing 
Hey, some people will not even say amen. It's like what I'm saying is boring. No problem. You sit down. I'll, I'll preach to the second service. Let me just run through my point because you want me to just finish. Number one, six things Abraham taught us about tithing. Number one, Abraham showed that tithing was practiced long before the laws of Moses were instituted. Long before the laws of Moses. Some people say that tithing is an Old Testament practice. And so, um, modern pastors are using it to con their members to give them money so that they can eat it. And enhance uh, promote their extravagant lifestyle. You see. And there are some of you who are in the church. You don't like paying tithe because you feel that it's an Old Testament law that is being applied to you. So you are not interested. But I'm your pastor. And by God's grace, I'm a little older than many of you. And so I can advise you that I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. And paying tithe for so many years. And I know that God's word is true. Yes. And God's promises are yea and they are amen. So don't look down. Look at me. I'm preaching to you. You thought you come to church, they'll preach some, a message that doesn't really prick you. Then you just go home and just say that oh, I, was, I was happy in church. No, no. The message, I will walk During the second service, the dancers are going to be dancing, preaching. No, I will walk. It's a, it's a song. Yes. So Abraham, when we learn from Abraham, look at um, Genesis 14. Genesis 14 was before the law was given. The law was not yet given in Genesis 14. Laws came in Moses' time when God said they should keep these are the laws. They started from these laws were formulated or promulgated. Is that not how you saw you talk about laws? Yes. Is that not so lawyers? I have two lawyers sitting side by side. Yes, Bishop. Yes, Bishop. Very senior lawyers in the world. Yes, they can put you behind bars just now. If you are not careful. So be careful. So be careful so that I don't hand you over to the world. By the time they finish with you, you are at in Sawam. <laughs> yeah. So in Genesis 14, Abraham has gone to rescue his brother in uh, his brother's son, which is his nephew, Lot, from King Chedeloma. King Chedeloma and his uh, allied forces had invaded Sodom and they had captured Lot. They overcame the land and then they took Lot and his goods and they went. So somebody went to report that to Abraham that his, uh, uh, what do you call that guy? His Lot, his nephew, was in captivity and that they were taking him away. So Abraham took, the Bible says that he had trained uh, servants armed servants 300 of them he marshaled them from his own house born and bred in his house and he had trained them and armed them and they chased the people and they collected lot and brought all his goods back and then on the way 
he met a very unique person called Melchizedek. Do you understand what I'm saying? The man was called Melchizedek. He was the king of Salem. Some believe that it is the it is Salem was Jerusalem. So he same as Jerusalem. So he was the king. But in the New Testament, he's referred to as a priest of God. He was a priest. A priest of a certain kind. And the Bible says that without beginning and without end. Because we don't know where he came from and how, where he was. It's like where he went and who he was. So he's a type of even a priest like Jesus. Without beginning of days and end of days. So when Abraham met this man. The Bible says that. Melchizedek and Melchizedek king of Salem brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the most high. Yes. And then he says in verse, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. He blessed Abraham. He blessed Abraham. Next one. And, and, blessed, and blessed be the most high God, which had delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Then so Abraham gave him tithes of all all the things he had captured from um, Chedelaoma and his people he gave a tithe of it to this priest yes before law was given before law was given the practice of tithing was there that is why the bible says that Abraham gave tithe it was a practice that was it was something that a law brought it into being it's like when you meet a person who is from God, a man of God, and so on, and you have a lot of things, it's in order to give a tithe of it. Long before law came. So, brothers and sisters, let us see that Abraham, and the story of Abraham shows us that tithing was there before the law was given. Law was given in, um, I think it started in Exodus where God gave the Ten Commandments and then a lot of it came in Leviticus, Numbers and those type of things, very strong long before that time, we were practicing tithing as a regular thing, so Abraham teaches us that tithing was there before, before what? before what? before what? the law was given Abraham showed also that tithing was not a law that had to be obeyed but a practice that common sense should lead you to. Wow. You meet a priest and common sense told him that ah, as I've met a man of God who has blessed me, like I was blessing you and you couldn't even receive the blessing. I said, testimonies will come in your life. You couldn't even say it. You see, what amen means that and so let it be. Yes. yes. So when you say amen, it means what you are saying upon my life, let it come to pass. And, and spiritual people will believe in such things because it's words that make blessings come to pass. Yes. And so your amen also, uh, if you like, enforces the pronou- pronouncement upon your life. Yes. That's why I say that. When you, as you have been paying tight, uh, get ready for testimonies. Testimonies will be abundant in your life. More than you can carry blessings. 
power poured from heaven itself. Yes. Men can give you what God can give you. Men can give you. Those of you who don't have uncles who have money. That if, if he dies you are blessed. Some of us don't have uncles. Even the uncle when he dies. That is what you are going to inherit. Yes. But there is a God. I said there is a God. He can bless your life. With more than you can carry. Clap your hands unto the Lord. So Abraham. By his practice. Showed us that. Common sense led him. To just like a priest. He has blessed me. Do you understand? He blessed The priest blessed him. Yes. And when he blessed him. He, was, he felt that, ah, if I've been blessed by a priest, he has declared some pronouncements upon my life. My reasonable service is to give him a tithe of everything. I don't think Melchizedek required it or demanded it. Or that as I've prayed over you and blessed you, you know, bring it one, bring it two, bring it three. Where's my tithe? Where's my share? Are you listening to me? Number three, Abraham showed that tithes were to be paid to the priests. Number four, Abraham showed that paying tithes to the priests led to more blessings. And number five, Abraham showed that tithing can be practiced by very rich people. In Genesis 13 verse 2, the Bible says that And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Abraham was very rich. Contrary to what most uh, rich people practice, they don't practice tithing. Many rich people don't give anything. They are Armstrong. Ask the nearest, nearest rich person, rich lady by you, rich man by you, that are you this type of person who doesn't pay tithe? <laughs> Tell him that don't look somewhere. I'm talking to you. Bishop says, address the person by you. Some of you have, have made yourself like you don't talk to your neighbors. Yes, so it's like you are just looking on the screen. Look at your neighbor and talk to him. <laughs> Let him know that the message is also applying to him. Hey. Some of you, January, you didn't pay. February, you didn't pay. March, you didn't pay. April, you gave something as tithe, but it's not your real tithe. May, you didn't pay. June, you gave something, but it's not your tithe. July, you didn't pay. And you are sitting in the church. Abraham was very rich. And yet he paid tithe. And some of you, you are sitting there. You are not even rich. You won't pay tithe to bring you out of your poverty. You are sitting down. Holding on to your little 20 cities and 100 cities that you should give to the Lord. You are holding on to it. And my salary is only 800. If I give 80, I don't know how I can survive. How will you survive on the 80? Even you think about it. Will you survive on the 80? Because of debt exchange, you are not able to give much. Because of debt exchange. Look at the big, big, big things you are saying. Debt exchange. Do you know what debt exchange is? How does it apply to you now? 
since Russia invaded Ukraine, things have become very hard. So I'm not able, if I give 80 Ghana, I'll really suffer during the week. It's because you don't have faith. But the Bible says that be followers of those who through faith and patience, and you need patience. God there is time taking on. We don't rush when we are dealing with God. It's time taking, patience and faith, believing. Believing. When you are giving your titles as if you are losing your money. It's because that's what your mind tells you. But faith tells you that when you give to God, he says, I will open the windows of heaven and I will pour out a blessing that there will not be enough room for you to contain it. There will not be enough room. There will not be enough room. I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church and paying tithe. When we were officiating your wedding, I was paying tithe. Yes. Almost 30 years. I officiated your wedding. I was there. Live and colored. Yes. You didn't have anything. You are small, a poor man. Struggling to even marry the girl. Yes. Huh? By the grace of God, I yes. was able to. Yes, and things has improved since then. Yes. Now, when we look at you, you look very glamorous with a hat on Sunday morning over your nice suit and jeans and sneakers. Hey! It's too powerful. It's a Nike. Yes. Not Nike from Medina. This one is Nike direct from the shop. Yes, Nike store. Nike from home. God bless you. Yeah. 30 years ago. Now he has built houses. Is it today that you and God are going to now negotiate that? Ah, my money is too much. I can't give, I can't pay tight now. Now the money is too much. You can't just be giving. When we were young and our money was not enough, we were giving. But now, look, things are different. But Abraham was very rich. Very rich in cattle. Very rich in gold. Very rich in silver. I mean, if he was alive today, he would be a billionaire. The whole city was his. I don't know who who owns Accra. (laughs) Even those who own Accra, they've sold it and they have money from selling the land. Anybody who owns lands, when he starts selling, you see that he's not a small man. The man who sold us this land was very rich. He's a very rich man. Yes. When you go in the morning, there are about 30 people waiting for him. Yes. Some are coming to, uh, for papers for land that they have bought. Some are also coming as their daily source of financial help. Oh, yes. But I was there. I'll be here. It was there I saw that if you're a rich man, you have to learn to distribute your money. Uh, mini Joseph, he, he will sit down in a chair. He, he, you can go and wait for him for one hour, one and a half hours, two hours before he comes. He, he went to have his quiet time before he's coming. He will come singing hymns. Yes. <laughs> Mini Joe Sanier, then what is your problem? Then the man will say, oh, 
I'm not well and I'm in a hospital. Okay, then he has an assistant, a PA, who has a bag with a lot of cash in it. Thank you. So then he'll put it by his side. Then he'll share 200 Ghana. Okay. Is it okay? Then the man will say, yes, it's okay. Then he will go. Another person will come. Eh, mommy says, I should come and tell you something. Ah, okay. All right. Then he will give 500. Hey, he was sharing money. Those of you who are rich and you don't share money, we are showing you how to live. <laughs> some are relatives, some are just in the area. Yes. Then he will share money and then afterwards say, Hey, Bishop. Yes. What is it? Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Hey, I can go and wait for one hour. I, I, I also need a land. I can't go with my bishop. We are bishop in the day. Sit down and wait. I'll be there waiting. I remember one of the first interactions I had with him. Hey, it was not easy. He said, I have gone to ask somebody whether he owns the land. Yes. And he has given me one month to work on it to prove that it is his and nobody worries. And two weeks have come. Bishop, has anybody worried you? I said, no. Okay. The one month, I've reduced it to two weeks. Yes. You say the man, the land doesn't belong to me. I've really, uh, uh, and, and then clear off from the land with your people. Then he told his land guard, Simon, uh, go on the land and go and see if there's anybody. Come here. If there's anybody that beats them. <laughs> hey! Hey! It was not easy for us. And he came with his four-wheel drive with about 10 or so motorbikes and three pickups with land guards. Hey, she, 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 she. The surveyor told me on the side, say, ah, chairman, what is all this? <laughs> it's like, he, he was the man surveyor. He was telling me, hey, chairman, what is all this? <laughs> he knew that the chairman was just, oh, pumikeke. He was just, you know, bluffing me, showing me that, intimidating me. And Kikem Patapa to show me that he owns the land. Hey! Then when he, he, he came she, she, with a lot of dust in the atmosphere, then he rolled down his and said, Hey, Bishop, hey, you say what? <laughs> I said, I said, Oh, I've not said anything. It's, it's yours. <laughs> that thing is yours. <laughs> hey! Then he said, Follow me. Hey, me, oh, Bishop, oh. As you see me preaching nicely like this, I've suffered. <laughs> he said, follow me. So I followed him with all the land gas. We went to somewhere far inside. He had lands and various machinery were working to clear the land and demarcate the road. He said, yeah, this all here is also mine. So do you want more land? I said, oh, this place is too far. <laughs> I like here. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. So bring your first deposit. Meanwhile, it was supposed to be giving it after a man. And my bishop had told me that don't give him even one dollar. <laughs> and the man said, if you don't bring anything, clear from the land. It was not easy. But eventually we managed to break through. And come. Yeah. And today we are sitting here. The hall is finished, the church is finished, air conditioned. And when God is teaching you to pay tithe, you are sitting there that you won't pay the tithe. 
Is it not common sense that you should pay tithe to support such a job, such a work that has been done to give you such a beautiful place? So when you look at Abraham, if you follow Abraham, you will learn that tithing is common sense. Apart from everything, it's common sense. Apart from the fact that the blessing comes on you, it's also common sense. What is normal to do. And then Abraham showed us that priests are greater than rich men because the lesser is always blessed of the greater. In Hebrews 7, you, re- you learn this one. Now observe how great this man was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the choicest spoils. Hebrews 7, verse 4, verse 3, verse 4, verse 3. Hebrews 7, not the- Hebrews Verse 1, start from verse 1, please. Yeah, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, remember we read about him in Genesis. So in Hebrews, we are being given more details. It says, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that, also king of Salem which is king of peace without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life but made like unto the son of God abideth a priest continually verse 4 says now consider how great this man was and to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils how great he was and very they that are of the sons of Levi who received the office of the priest would have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law. That is, of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. So, he's showing you that there's a priesthood. After all this encounter with Melchizedek, in, later on, God established one of the tribes of Israel to be the priest. And then the Bible says that they were supposed to collect tithes from their brethren. And if you read on, you will see that God didn't give them, they shared the land, they didn't give them a portion. And God told them, I am your portion. And that anytime your brethren go to the farm and they work, they must bring you a tithe or a tenth of their harvest. That is your portion. And then they bring it to the priest who work in the tabernacle. And then they share it. And even the priest, they were also supposed to pay tithe. Of, the, of what they also get because I also pay tithe, that's why I pay tithe I pay tithe every, every Sunday and over everything, if you give me money right now I'll, I'll collect, I'll take I'll take my 90% and give God his 10% sharp, there's no negotiation verse, next verse he says they have, next verse verily uh-huh. but he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham he was not a Levi and blessed him that had the promises and without all contradiction the less is blessed of the greater so the fact that Melchizedek blessed a rich man called Abraham it means that the priesthood is greater than riches now you learn it from Abraham that the less Abraham was blessed of the greater, which is Melchizedek. That's why I can lay my hands on the doctor, the surgeon, 
He's a specialist. Because he, he, although he's a great man in society, as, my, as his priest, I am in a sense greater than him. So I can bless him. All the lawyers. These lawyers can jail people, but I can make them kneel down and I, I lay my hands on them. I am their priest. I say, come, kneel down, kneel down, let me lay my hands on you. Don't kneel down right now. Because without controversy, the less is blessed of the greater. So in Abraham's life, we, he showed us that the priests are greater than rich men. And if you are rich, don't boast in your riches too much. Don't boast in your riches. The Bible says that let not the rich man boast in his riches. Neither the mighty man in his might. But let him that will boast, boast in this. That he knoweth and understandeth me, saith the Lord. Jeremiah 9, something. As we are quoting the scripture. What chance are more than one minute has come to pass. You can't find the scripture. You don't pay tight. Maybe that's why. <laughs> somebody is being blessed. Yeah. I said somebody is being blessed today. Yeah. So from Abraham's life, we learn six basic things about life and tithing. May you experience the blessing that comes upon tithes in the name of Jesus. Number two. Number two, Solomon or Moses. Let's go to Moses. Moses or Solomon? Moses, okay. Four things Moses taught us about tithing. One, Moses showed us how the tithe actually belonged to the Lord. Yes. The tithe belonged to the Lord. Moses number two taught us that the primary use of the tithe was for the sustenance of the priest's work. The primary use of the tithe was for the sustenance of the priest's work. Tithing was supposed to be used to look after priests. And number three, Moses taught us that the tithe was the inheritance and provision for ministers of God. The tithe was the inheritance and provision for the ministers of God. Number four, Moses taught us that the priest must also offer a tithe of what he receives. Numbers 18. So you learn four things. The tithe belonged to the Lord. Numbers 18. It's a small Bible study. Yes. Beautiful. Numbers 18. Look at. um, And the Lord said unto Aaron. Verse 1. Thou and thy sons and thy father's house. With thee shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary. And thou and thy sons with thee shall bear the iniquity of of your priesthood. And thy brethren, also of the tribe of Levi, the tribe of thy father, bring thou with thee, that they may be joined unto thee, and minister unto thee, 
but thou and thy sons with thee shall minister before the tabernacle of witness. They shall keep the charge and the charge of the tabernacle. Verse 4. And they shall be joined unto thee. Verse 5. And ye shall keep the charge of the sanctuary. Verse 4. Verse 6. And I, behold, I have taken your brethren, the Levites, from among the children of Israel to you, they are giving us a gift for the Lord to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. So, there is always a dedicated group that God dedicates for work in his church and in his house. Are you following so far? Yes. Therefore, thy son, thou and thy son shall keep the priest's office. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, verse 8, Behold, I, I also have given thee the charge of thine of mine heap offerings of all the hallowed things of the children of Israel unto thee have I given them by reason of the anointing and to thy sons and by an ordinance forever this shall be thine this shall be thine of the most holy things reserved from the fire every oblation of theirs every meat offering of theirs and every sin offering of theirs and every trespass offering of theirs which they shall render unto me shall be most holy for thee and for thy sons so he's trying to tell them the offerings that are coming and how it belongs to the priest in the most holy place shall thou eat it every meal shall eat it and this is thine the heave offering of their, of their gift and the wave offerings of the children of Israel. Verse 12. All the best of the oil and all the best of the wine and of the, of the wheat, the first fruits of them which they shall offer unto the Lord, them have I given thee. So tithe belongs to God. One day a pastor came to church and said, Church, or they jam of Ramadan, the tithe belongs to the priests. <laughs> The tithe belongs to the pastor. We should stop this child play. The tithe belongs to the priest. So God is explaining. So it's in Numbers 18. You see those things. That, and he says, and the best of the oil. And the best of the wine. The best of the wheat. The first fruits of them which they shall offer unto the Lord. Them have I given thee. And whatsoever is first ripe in the land. Which they shall bring unto the Lord shall be thine. Everyone that is clean in thine house shall eat of it. Everything devoted in Israel shall be thine. Everything devoted, everything that is set aside for God is for the priest. So my money is in somebody's account, I tell you. My money is in somebody's account. Somebody has used money that should be given to me. He has used it to buy Brazilian hair. Bolivia hair, bone straight, double drawn. Your makeup is actually money that is mine. So when you are home, some of the food you are eating, it belongs to the pastor. Because instead of bringing the tithe, some of you, you don't pay your tithe and you don't pay the right amount, you don't, you are not consistent. Because somebody told you that it's an Old Testament practice. Today, I'm debunking that theory. I'm debunking that criticism. And I'm declaring to you that the tithe was before law was given, there was the practice. I like the way you are smiling at my preaching. I like the way you smile at me. Is that not, it's also a good song, yes. 
So God was laying it bare that you, Aaron, and your sons, and the tribe of Levi, all of you are devoted to me, and you are going to enjoy the things that are devoted to me from the people of Israel. Everything that opened the matrix in all flesh, which they bring unto the Lord, like any first thing that comes from any animal, whether it be men or beasts, shall be thine. The firstborns are mine. <laughs> yes. You are supposed to serve God and do God's will. And those that are redeemed from a month old shall also be thine. But the firstling of a cow and of a sheep and of the firstling of goat, thou shalt not redeem. Then he gives him another, some other. These are details we can't even get into. The heap of friends, then blah, 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 blah. But let's go to verse 21. And behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance, for their service, which they shall they serve, even the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. I have given it to the tribe of Levi. Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come nigh the tabernacle of the congregation, lest they die. But the Levites shall do it. So the Levites were dedicated to work in the temple. They were to approach God. It was a special service. That's why we are dedicated in ministry. I'm doing this full time. I don't have outboard moto. I don't have Uber uh, uh, cars. I don't have a boboya carrying, uh, what do they carry? Water, pure water and other, cutting them and then at the end of the month I get something from it. Which I could do, but you know as well as I do that anything you want to do and do it well is a distraction. You can't combine when you leave pastors to combine business and, and ministry, it doesn't really work. But the Levites shall do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Verse 24. But the tithes of the children of Israel, which they offer as an heap offering unto the Lord, I have given to the Levites to inherit. Therefore I have said unto them Among the children of Israel They shall have no inheritance So among the children of There is no inheritance for Levites They don't have land They don't have farms So if the people don't bring the tithes They are lost And that's why God established the tithing And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, verse 25, Thus speak unto the Levites, and say unto them, When ye take of the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you, from them for your inheritance, then ye shall also offer up an heap offering of it for the Lord, even a a tenth part of the tithe. So the Levites, When we collect your tithe, we also give a tithe of the tithe we have received. I'm teaching you something today. Are you understanding something today? I'm asking, are you understanding something today? Verse 27, this your heave offering shall be reckoned unto you as, as though it were the corn of the threshing floor and as the fullness of the wine press. So what he's saying is that when the Levite comes to give his tithe, it's as though he has gone to a farm and has planted things, corn, and wine and things and then or grapes or vine and has harvested and is bringing it that's it will be reckoned to them as though they have a farm <laughs> thus ye also shall offer an heave offering unto the lord of all your tithes which ye receive of the children of israel and ye shall give thereof the lord's heave offering to aaron 
the priest. Verse 29. Out of all your gifts, ye shall offer every heap offering of the Lord of all the best thereof, even the hallowed part thereof out of it. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. So we see from Moses that the priest also offer tithe that he received. So pastors, that's why even pastors, whether full time or lay, lay pastors, uh, I, am, I am convinced that you must pay your tithe religiously. And I check. And I'm going to check again. But when I check, they pay. When I'm not checking, they are hosts. The last time I was checking, you see the pastors had potholes there. They were now filling the potholes. Well, you see the priest like that. I see they, they, they are not supposed to pay tithe. <laughs> But when I said I was going to check, no, lawyer, hey, all the pastors, pastors, branch pastors, headquarters pastors, they started filling the potholes. Hey, some had three, four, five. Hey, they paid everything. Because if you're a priest, you can easily feel that the word doesn't really apply to you. But it applies to you. Yes. You look quiet, Pastor. <laughs> Are you listening to me? So if I'm checking the pastors, I must check the singers. And if I check the singers, I must check the ashes. In fact, all ashes, eh? We are going to check your tithe today, 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 today. Give me all the list of ashes, and I'm going to go through the tithe records and check their tithes. Now you can't be collecting our offerings and you are not giving yours. All shackle stars who come and stand here to receive our tithes, we are demanding your tithe record also. So we learn from Moses that the tithe belonged to the Lord. And then we also learned that the primary purpose was for the priest's work. And number three, it was the inheritance and provision for ministers of God. To pastors. We are not supposed to do so. You must learn it. And then Moses also teaches us that the priest must offer a tithe. Let me give you the third one very fast. The third one is Solomon. King Solomon. This one is in Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Solomon, we believe, wrote the book of Proverbs. So he has something to say about tithing. And in Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, he says that, Honor the Lord with your substance. You see. And with the what? First fruits of all your increase. So Solomon taught us that tithes were first fruits which meant that the first thing to be done with your money is tithe. First fruits. First things. First thing that comes out. First of your increase. First. How come you want to pay rent, pay your mechanic, pay your baller, everything before you come to God. Your seamstress. Solomon number two 
God says that tithes must be paid on the profit that God gives of all your increase. Yes, of all your increase. And then Solomon taught us that tithing is our way of honoring God. That's why it says, honor the Lord with your substance and with, 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 with. So honoring God with. You can say, Lord, glory to God. Lord, I honor you. You can sing. But the tithe is a sure way to honor God. Bring honor to God. Honor the Lord with. And when you, when you give your tithe, what are you saying? All you are saying is that God is in my life. That's honor. All you are saying is that I'm not my own man. I didn't make myself. I didn't give myself strength. I didn't give my, myself the, the breath I have. I didn't give me myself the There is a God. There is a power. Behind all the things I do, there is a power. And when I give my tithe, I am acknowledging, I'm honoring that power that is in my life. Honor the Lord with your substance. And, with, and then the next one, verse 10, verse 10 says that, So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst with new wine. So from Solomon, we learn that Solomon taught us that our substance can be used to honor God. Number five, Solomon taught us that the tithing leads to abundance. And then number six, the tithing leads to bursting, overflowing prosperity. Ah, your, your bonds. What is a barn? A barn is a storehouse where they store the harvest. He says, when you honor God, your storehouse will be filled with plenty. And your presses, your presses are like your business because the presses are the factory that produces the wine that comes from the vine. So the presses burst with new wine. That means that there will always be something coming out of your factory. If you are somebody who deals with contractors, you always be having contractors or contracts. If you are somebody who builds houses, you always be having a house to build. If you are somebody who is in a hospital, you always be having people getting sick and coming for... Oh, I don't know. I, I think that is also a blessing. Because when the doctor is saying that God should prosper his business, eh? Okay, for checkups. <laughs> I was thinking about it that everybody will be, people will be getting sick and coming to you. <laughs> yes. And the person who is making coffins, when he's praying, oh, Father, bless my business. Let this, my coffin making business, let it prosper. What does it mean? You tell me what it means. <laughs> when the person is making a coffin, what is he thinking? Well, as, he's, as he's putting the box together. Because it is the way of all flesh. By all means, people have to die. But when God is prospering, it means that the people should be directed towards him to buy his coffin. Not that more people should die. But because, where are your fathers? Do they live forever? We don't know. By all means, somebody will die. And the wages of sin is death. Mercy. <laughs> so, death is with us. Death is part of life. When the mechanic is praying, oh God, prosper my business. What does it mean? It means cars should break down. (laughs) 
Is that not so? It, because it's like he cannot be there and it's like he's just, there's no work to do. So people, there must be flat tie, there must be oil change, there must be what? Eh? Okay, cash you get for When the car seller, car dealer is praying that God bless my business. It means that those who don't have cars must buy cars. And those who have cars, their cars should get spots and then they buy a new car. Or, or you upgrade your car. You give the old one to somebody and then you upgrade your car. Your presses, it will best with new wine. Your presses, it will best with new wine. Your, your barn, it will be filled with plenty. That means your bank account will be increased. Your salary will increase. Your bank account will have more money in it. In the name of Jesus. May God bless you as you honor him with your tithing. May you learn from the pioneers of tithing and be blessed by their practice. Clap your hands, stand to your feet. Clap your hands, not your hands in your pockets. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody is receiving the blessing of divorce rebuke for your sake. Because you have been faithful with your tithe, divorce have been rebuked for your sake. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. May you prosper. Your, your, your bands, I'm seeing bands like storehouses, wardrobes being filled with a lot of clothes, old clothes being, look, every, not even every year, ever so often, I, I, I gather things and give out. Oh yes. I have people who are always looking out because things are going to be given out. Yes. The other day I was even at Give Thyself Holy. I, I was wearing a shirt. Two pastors differently came and said, Oh, I like the shirt. Please, can you give it to me? Another pastor also said, Please, I like this your shirt that you are wearing. Can I have it? So I've, I've packed it. Unfortunately for me, they didn't come for it. So it's there. But because they said it, I didn't want to wear it again. And that, that shirt, oil was poured on me on that day. And the oil went into the shirt. So when they asked for it, it was I was not so excited because I wanted to keep wearing the shirt so that the oil will continue in the shirt. But they asked for it. One pastor asked for it. One day he saw me at the somewhere I was wearing it. It was on Facebook. He saw the photo of it. He said that that shirt that you are wearing, I like it. Please, can you give it to me? Yes. So when you saw me again, I give thyself. And another pastor asked for the shirt. He told the pastor that that shirt I've asked for it already. <laughs> Yes, my bands are being filled with plenty. My bands. Sometimes I get people asking, please, what is your size? I want to buy you this. I want to send you this. I want to. Hey, what, what am I? I'm there. What should I say? Should I say, don't bring it? Bring it to me quickly, quickly, quickly. When is it coming? Bring it quickly. Bishop Saki is always laughing at me that, as for me, when I get something new, I wear it. And I say, yeah, because I don't want to keep something just there. Not me. Oh, God bless you. 
To God be the glory, great thing then. I'm just singing worship songs to the things that have been given. No, 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 no. To God be the glory, so I wear. Before some cockroach will go and go into a, some rat will go and bite something from it, or rats will come and destroy it. I've worn it already. May the Lord fill your bands with plenty. You have been faithful with your tithe. God is assuring somebody today. You have been paying tithe and you have been assured of your, or you have been paying your tithe and God is now assuring you of the blessing associated with tithing. May you never be denied it in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand. Thank the Lord for his word. Thank him. If you don't pay tithe, today is a day to repent of it and say no. I must be a follower of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises associated with tithing. Blessed be God. My God, we give you thanks lord we give you blessing thank you lord for your word thank you for the guidance of your spirit thank you for the word that has come alive to us we pray that as we are doers of your word may you activate the blessings associated with this wonderful spiritual practice we thank you mighty god in jesus name amen Clap your hands unto the Lord. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, before we leave today, God is calling somebody. The first thing you need to dedicate to the Lord, the Bible says that that which opened the matrix, like male child or firstborn child is dedicated to the Lord. That means God likes people. God wants you. More than your money he wants you. He wants you. He needs you. And if you are here today you are not a born again Christian. Your life is not dedicated to the Lord. You are far from God. You are not sure that you go to even heaven. You go to heaven when you die. But today you want to say pastor pray for me. I want to be dedicate myself to God. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Pastor pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to be a serious Christian. I know I'm far from God but today I want a change. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. And God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. So many hands are going up. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, do one more thing. Come to me right in front here so I can pray for you. Come running. Come running. Come running to that mercy. Come, come, come.
say this prayer after me heavenly father have mercy on me and make me your child from today i will serve jesus i will follow jesus for the rest of my days lord jesus thank you for washing away all my sins with your precious blood thank you for saving my soul from today i'm yours you are mine please write my name in the book of life my name is mention your name my name is write this name in your book of life in jesus name amen what a blessing what a blessing it's time for communion Lift up the bread. This is my body, which was broken for you. And drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed. My blood is drinking deep. Let us see the blood. Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus that was broken for us. We thank you for this great sacrifice. We thank you. His body was broken so our bodies can be put together, our lives can be put together. We thank you, Lord. The body of Jesus. Thank you. This blood washes us from all our sins, our wicked ways. Thank you for the blood. As we live the blood, may our sins be forgiven. May our lives be healed by the power of this blood. Thank you, Father, for this blood. The blood of Jesus. By the blood, may he pass over. Spiritual immunity be given you. Safety is of the Lord. In your going and your coming, the Lord keep you safe. In your going and your coming, in your journeys, your travels, safety is of the Lord. In your trekking from home to office, from home to shopping, from home to market, from home to visit him, from home to hospital, from home to go and come. Safety is of the Lord. The Lord deliver you from accidents, armed robbers, drunk drivers. In the name of Jesus, the Lord help you with his mighty right hand. Rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Anything that wants to eat away your prosperity, unforeseen expenses emergency expenses that shouldn't be shouldn't have been 
from fire, from flooding. Be delivered from it. The Lord help you with his mighty right hand and keep you safe all the days of your life. In Jesus' name, Amen. No doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.